Hi, ni pi, hi, ni pi, hi, ni pi. Wajani wina, hinshankishina, hinikaragiwina. Greetings from the land of 11 nations, or as everyone else calls it, Wisconsin. Welcome to season one, episode two of the Chipotle. I'd like to take a quick second here to thank everyone who took a couple of minutes out of their busy day and to give my uh, inaugural podcast a listen. Wa inigi-napshana. A quick public service announcement, just in case you're not aware of it. There is a slight chill in the air when you step outside in the morning. So just make sure the little ones are dressed appropriately. Uh, This is the place where I will normally be putting sponsors, ads. I haven't lined anything up quite yet, and I haven't written any copy for Ho-Chung Gaming. So, in the meantime, just tell your friends and associates it's safe to head back to Ho-Chung Casinos and gamble responsibly. I'm reading a COVID-19 update from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells website that the EM John Phillips posted. If the casino personnel do everything that's on this post, then I would say they are trying darn hard to keep everyone safe. It's extensive and thorough. And if this is the Ho-Chunk Casino's COVID-19 policy, kudos. Uh, Everybody, take a couple of minutes out of your busy day and uh, give it a quick read. Uh, I was in contact with a couple of people who gently explained to me that I was a blithering idiot, couldn't read a spreadsheet correctly, and was giving out incorrect information. So, in an effort to correct this, I asked my brother John Warner to come on to correct me and explain the numbers I butchered in relation to the Linwood Casino. Unfortunately, won't be today, because I'm still trying to figure out how to do a phone interview with Anchor as my host. But hopefully, by the next podcast, I'll have it figured out, and I'll have them on. Down to business. The Beloit Casino. Where are we? The long and short of it is our application is sitting on Governor Evers' desk, waiting for his signature. The governor is required to make a second ruling and a two-part determination on the proposal. The two-part decision is required for gaming fee-to-trust acquisitions under the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act. Now, Governor Evers has one year to make a decision, but he can't ask for a six-month extension. Uh, There's a feeling that Governor Evers won't review the casino proposal until he feels the state is back up and running again. He has a responsibility to exhibit due diligence. So when and if the governor gives his final approval, the city of Beloit and the whole chunk nation must move quickly and finalize a development agreement. Unfortunately, this is something both sides are not presently in a position to do because of the financial fallout from the Wuhan pandemic. President Marlon White Eagle is quoted as saying, the Ho Chunk Nation has taken a final financial hit after closing its casinos, and we're not sure we'll be able to shoulder the cost of the Beloit project right away. I think the thing to look at that is right away. Uh, on a funny little aside, Marlon White Eagle was the staff reporter who reported the intergovernmental agreement between Rock County, the city of Beloit, and the whole chunk nation uh, in a Wodak. That's kind of it's kind of cool. Uh, there he was reporting on uh, this casino's beginning, and hopefully he'll be president to see us put it to bed. Uh, Governor Evers will eventually sign the agreement, but it won't come till early or mid-2021. Uh, then the ball's in our court. 
And nobody said that. I'm just reading into it and um, hoping, hoping, hoping. Uh, if he does sign it, our administration and legislature must begin planning immediately for our financial future in Beloit. I mean, we got to start getting our ducks in a row, lining up our financing. Got some work to do right now. Uh, our compact with the state of Wisconsin allows us to have four casinos. And for this concession, we have to pay the state 5% of our net revenue. How much revenue did our casinos bring in in 2019? Uh, let's say right around $469 million. Now, let's add in revenue from Beloit, a casino sitting on a major transportation artery between Madison and Chicago. Uh, casino where the revenue goes immediately into our pockets. Okay, not in the state of Illinois' pockets like in Linwood. Let's just remember, we chased away the Bad River and the St. Croix nations away from the Beloit area. We negotiated with Governor Doyle, Rock County and the city of Beloit. We told all of them that a Beloit casino was in our future. Well, it was in all our futures. And for eight long, torturous years, we've all held that belief that we, the Ho-Chunk Nation, have an obligation to close this deal. If we renege and chase an Illinois pipe dream, who's going to want to do business with us in the future? So, quick change of topic here. Uh, at a recent area meeting, uh, Cindy Task asked or told the legislature about their failure to do their job in protecting their constituents, us, the Ho-Chunk people, the very same people they swore to serve and protect. Cindy Tack reminded the Ho-Chunk legislature about their establishment of a per capita reserve investment account. That would be Resolution 03-04-14E. I'll read the two final whereases and then the be it resolved. Whereas the nation desires to establish a per capita reserve account to maintain at all times a minimum amount equal to the most recent authorized quarterly per capita distribution and funded up to an amount equal to two times the most recent authorized quarterly per capita distribution. And whereas funding for future authorized quarterly per capita distribution is to be drawn from the per capita reserve account to the appropriate disbursement account, not more than seven business days prior to the approved per capita distribution dates. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the legislature of the Ho-Chunk Nation hereby directs the nation's Department of Treasury to maintain at all times a minimum amount equal to the most recent authorized quarterly per capita distribution and funded up to an equal amount to two times the most recent authorized quarterly per capita distribution. Okay. The final vote at that time we had was uh, nine members voted yay, zero members voted no, and zero members abstained. Hey, it was passed unanimously. And this resolution was enacted on the fourth day of March, 2014. Uh, let's fast forward now to uh, July of 2020 at a regular meeting of the Ho-Chunk Legislature. It was decided that there would be no August per capita. 
On August 6th of 2020, the legislature of the Hojuk Nation announced through a Facebook posting that there would not be a November per cap. Shelby, you say? We had a worldwide pandemic. It shut down the world's economy. What could the Ho-Chunk legislature do? I retort, the Ho-Chunk legislature didn't have to do a thing. Seven days before the August uh, per cap distribution, the Ho-Chunk legislature fires off a call to Treasury, has them reach into the per capita reserve investment account and print some checks. Oops! Things happen. Then, seven days before the November per cap distribution, the legislature fires off another call to Treasury and have them reach into the per capita reserve investment account. Uh, Here's what the phone conversation sounded like. Uh, Good afternoon, Treasury. Treasury, how can I help? Yeah, this is the legislature. We need about uh, $22 million from reserve fund. Uh, yeah, look, there's uh, no money in the account. Told you that in August, says Treasury. Are you sure, the legislature asks. I'll look again, yeah, but yeah, answers Treasury. Uh, the account is empty. It's got five bucks in it just to keep it open, though. Oh, okay, thanks. Click. Which brings us all back to Cindy Tack and reminding the legislature of the money in this account. Kudos to Cindy Tack. No per cap payments because the legislature failed to do their job. They created the resolution. They passed the resolution. And they failed miserably to adhere to the resolution. Uh, So, no rainy day fund. No per cap reserve investment account. Then I was thinking, maybe it was the president's fault. But no, they didn't create the resolution. So I'm thinking, maybe it was the general counsel's fault. Then I thought, no, they didn't create the resolution either. Hmm, something's amiss. I can't quite put my finger on it. Now this is the same legislature that is trying to saddle us with a horrific idea called the Linwood Casino and Torpedo, the Beloit Casino. Oh, boy. So, here we sit on a cusp of a pandemic that has brought economic devastation to the millions. Our legislature, in their infinite wisdom, has brought us a plan to build a $385 million Illinois casino in Linwood. Their main argument is the population. Nine and a half million people in the Chicagoland area. That is one hell of a lot of people. According to Google, Chicagoland is the third largest metropolitan area in the United States. Not going to lie, that's a big number. But statistics tell us that only 44% of people visit casinos. So now we are down to a little over 4 million casino-going people spread out over 950 square miles. Statistics also tell us that a majority of players do so locally. There are 10 casinos presently located in the Chicagoland area. So the Ho-Chunk legislature's hope is to draw customers from a saturated market that is spread out geographically 
At the same time, Illinois is handing out five other licenses to boot. Now, these licenses will be operated by the biggest names in the gaming industry. Boyd Gaming, Ameristar, Hard Rock, just to name a few. We, the Ho-Chunk Nation, are going to be entering the game with the big boys. My argument in episode one of the Chipotle had nothing to do with population. It was about statewide declining casino revenues. Aha, you say, we were in the midst of a pandemic. Yes, we were in the midst of a pandemic. But the statewide declining casino revenues is a seven-year trend. If you do me a favor of listening to the previous uh, podcast episode, you'll come to the conclusion that a casino in Lidwood is a win for the builders and the construction workers and the state of Illinois. It is not a win for the Ho-Chunk Nation. Yeah, we're not going to show a profit in Illinois for a long time because of a $385 million construction loan, a saturated gaming market, statewide declining gaming revenue, and an onerous tax and fee structure in Illinois. Now you throw in a mega casino in downtown Chicago. It's obvious Beloit is our only financial option. We live in interesting times, people. Um, if you have a comment, an idea for a podcast, or you just want to tell me how handsome I am, my email is uh, moneycuckseek at gmail.com. M-A-N-I-K-A-K-S-I-K at gmail.com. And one more time, kudos to Cindy Tack for her work. And uh, Honey Chuck J.